Why Watch That is a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. listeners i know that everybody's on vacation right now mm-hmm. mm. matter of fact how are you I doing down are. there <laughs> how are you doing down where you are <laughs> <laughs> and over where i am okay by now you have certainly you know opened up your presence celebrated families around you've probably seen some movies some big ones came out a couple days ago and what we wanted to do at why watch that is we're going to do something a little different usually we save our best of if you will films of that year for our oscar review that we usually do this year we're going to do a why watch that awards (gasps) what that movie awards ew of 2019 (laughs) I like it. I like it a lot. And to prepare us for that, it's a whole campaign. It's a whole thing. We're going to be on social media. And right now, you with us, yes, you with us, we are going to decide each of the categories' top five choices. And so you'll be able to vote on those top five, with the exception of Best Picture, which is top eight. You'll be able to vote online. And those who get the most, maybe there's something in it for you. Oh, oh. So wait a minute. Do they have to vote what we would choose? Well, Mm -hmm. they can just vote whatever they want to vote. But if they've Mm -hmm. been listening all year round, they know what to vote. I'm just (laughs) saying. I'm just saying. So those of us who align the best with us will reveal, yes, you you get to vote. Now, if you just want to vote on your own, do your own thing, certainly you are welcome to do that. But there may be a little something, something Mm. for those who get the most. So with that being said, let's start. This ain't going to just happen overnight. So we're going to get through this. (laughs) Let's start with what the Academy usually starts with. They usually start with the best supporting somebody. Mm-hmm. And this year, we're going to talk about Best Supporting Actresses. Oh, hmm. there have been some really interesting performances. And I am going to start with throwing out. Now, this isn't my top person. So for you, if you're given your top person, you might be giving it away. But this isn't my top. I'm going to throw this person out there and see if we can come up with five. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say I really enjoyed Divine Joy Randolph's performance in Dolomite Is My Name. She is certainly an underdog, although the critics did enjoy her performance. She took a, a, a she took a little, tiny little part that was really blank on the page and made it something very beautiful and heartfelt and funny. She was funny with the rest of the comedians, but the question is, will they, you know, see that or not? Agree? Disagree? Should we put her on the list? I don't have her on my list. Mm, but I, I did I did consider her. I'll say it that way. Alright. Throw it out there. We'll see. We might have to argue that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I... Uh, okay. So I know we both saw this. The Farewell 
Zhao Shu Jin, the grandmother. Mm, interesting. She's so. not on my list. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we could talk about that. We, we'll table her. All right, my turn. Annette Benning, the report. Um, possibly. <laughs> okay, remember we got five to go. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a possible. Let's see what else we got. All right, throw yours next one. How about Laura Dern for Marriage Story? Okay, there we go. We can put Laura Dern. We both agree <laughs> that Laura Dern for Marriage Story was a real wonderful treat, was it not? It was mm-hmm. Renata, Renata on, Renata not on Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so run, we have one. Mm-hmm. My turn next. I I really enjoyed um, uh, Susan Lecce Watson in A Beautiful Day in a Neighborhood. She probably won't get nominated only because it was, she just did her job. She really supported. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, th- she's another possible there for me. Okay, so we have two possibles. Mm-hmm. Go, ahead. Go ahead, next. So they might sneak in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about Marsha Stephanie Blake for Loose? I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, she was nowhere near my loose, my, my, mm-hmm. my list. All right, all right. What else you got? Um, well, see, you didn't see Waves. No, I didn't. Yeah, so I have Renee Elise Goldsberry for that, which, you know, she's flying under the radar because of Taylor Russell, who's also in, in Waves. Um, but you didn't see that one. So the question is, where are we going next? Now, did you see Wild Rose? No, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to watch it though. Mm-hmm. So I, we can certainly maybe add a person here and there if we don't mm-hmm. include. But I will throw out Jamie Lee. Oh, sorry, who in Wild Rose? It's Julie Walters, mm-hmm. who plays uh, the mother or the grandmother, I should say. In that, um, some stiff work. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't see this one, but Jamie Lee freaking Curtis. In Knives Out is absolutely a delicious performance. Delicious. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to, I will concede um, your farewell. Mm-hmm. If you give me my divine. <laughs> so, but then, well, okay, so that'll be three. So who are the other two then? So we have Laura Dern only. That's all we have. Mm-hmm. It's Laura Dern. We've got. Well, we're we're. I don't know. We're playing chess right now. Right. So because then if that would take up three, if we each have, if I get uh, Jow from the farewell, if you get Divine Joy from Dolomite, so we mm-hmm. got two more slots. So that'll exactly. help. So are, right. we, are we doing Annette Benning and Susan? Um, we, I can, I'll throw out Annette Bidding in there, but I did not see Renee, and I know you went on and on about that performance. No, I mean Susan Kalechi Watson. Oh, uh, no, I'll I'll exchange her for Renee. Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm I'm okay. Like, if if we're doing it, yeah, if we're doing it together, I'm okay if we're saying Laura Dern, Jow Shu Jen for The Farewell, Divine George Randolph for Dolomite, uh, Susan Kalechi Watson for A Beautiful Day, and Annette Bidding for The Report. Is that what we're doing? Done. Look at that, listeners. That's how we decide. It's called horse trading. (laughs) So Annette bidding Susan. So no Renee. 
No Renee. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I would, I would. When I see it, I'll know. <laughs> well, how about this? I'm going to do this. Let's take Zhao Su Su Jin out and replace okay. her with Renee. All right. So that's the swap. Divine Joy Randolph and Renee make it. All right. So mm -hmm. listeners, you've heard it here. Marriage Story, Laura, Laura Dern, Renee, um, Elise Goldberry for uh, 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 Waves. Waves. I was going to say Loose. Divine Joy Randolph for um, Dolomite Is My Name, Annette Benning for The Report, and then Susan Kalechi Watson for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Boom. Now, <laughs> let's move on to Best Supporting Actor. Now, this category alone is a bananas. I'll let you lead. <laughs> so, okay. Well, what'll make it fun for me to say with you? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to start with this. Anthony Hopkins for the two popes. Absolutely. We can agree. He's on the list. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins for the two popes. Now, I'm going to take your Anthony Hopkins and add a Joe Pesci of, for the Irishman. Yes! Oh! <laughs> oh! All right, all right, all right. All right. Now, another one I know you'll agree. Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Only have five. Let's table Tom. Oh, th now this is just a scandal. <laughs> <laughs> Do not believe this at all. Because, okay, you don't even know who's on this list. Let's go ahead. Tom. I'm gonna table Tom, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna give you Jonathan Majors, mm -hmm. last black man in San Francisco. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Next. <laughs> Now, this is where it gets really tricky. Yes, it does. Because you see everybody on this list. Tracy. Because it really is Tom Hanks is four, and then the fifth one is the question. Is it? Oh, no. We're now. Come on now. Because are you, are you looking at the same list I'm looking at? Al Pacino yes. for the Irishman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Now we got to hash out. Okay. So you didn't see Bombshell. And it's the same thing with Renee. Mm -hmm. Right, John or John Lithgow, Jonathan mm -hmm. Lithgow was amazingly stupid, amazing, great. But you didn't see it, so we can't say that as a team. But I did. I have to bring up Ray Liotta, honorable mention. Tim Blake Nelson, Just Mercy, Ray Liotta, Smeared Story, Rob Morgan, Just Mercy, and then we have to talk about Jamie Fox, mm -hmm. Just Mercy. Tracy Letts, honorable mention, Ford versus Ferrari. And Chris Cooper in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Tom Hanks, Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, some other honorable mentions for me, Sam Rockwell and Richard Jewell. I enjoyed him immensely. Yes, yes. Um, even Dean Charles Chapman from 1917. That little bit that yes. he did. Yeah. Yes. And I'm going to say, Ooh, we're we go. going back to Dolomite, Wesley Snipes. No! Because no, no, he no, made no. me laugh. <laughs> I wanted the whole movie to be like him. It was completely no. ridiculous in all the right ways. <laughs> so, yeah, you're saying it's down to Tom Hanks versus Jamie Foxx, which I agree with. Um, 
I'm going Tom Hanks though. I'm going I, Tom Hanks. I think Tom Hanks did a, such an amazing. It's now if, if you don't know, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood is one of my favorite movies. It's not everybody's favorite movie, but it was one of mine. I had a really great experience, and Tom Hanks did play that fine line. But we have to acknowledge that Jamie Foxx did not do his Jamie Foxx thing. He was no. it's a beautiful restraint. But I will concede your Tom Hanks. Ooh. <laughs> you gonna owe me. Oh. <laughs> Well, let's move on to something that may not be as complicated, and that is the uh, best screenplay. Now, listeners, we're doing something a little different. We're going to mesh it all together into one category, meaning original scripts and best adapted. So top five, I will lead the combo. Let's see what I have on my list. I'm going to go with it was beautifully written. I enjoyed every moment of it. I these actors had to speak in all kinds of languages. <laughs> I really enjoyed Two Popes by um, Anthony McCartan. Yes. To me, it was just a beautiful, very beautiful experience. Do we agree? Absolutely. All right. <laughs> now, here we go. Uh oh. Little Women. Oh, I knew you were gonna say that. Now, the reason. I know, I know. That Tell is audience. an adaptation. The way that Greta Gerwig pulled in the writings of Louisa May Alcott along with the book, the, just if you think about, if you were to sit down and write that, the work involved, I gotta say Little Women. <sighs> wasn't anything new, though. It wasn't new. It could have been Pride and Prejudice. But it's not. Did feel new. But I will concede. <laughs> I will concede because I, because I, I have something up my sleeve that I, I'm gonna need um, your concession in. So I'm, I, that's two I conceded. So we're just putting that for the record. Um, <laughs> let's go with um, now. I know that this is this is what they said in these interviews, and I would have nominated this if not. But they said that they had to do it this way in those interviews. And I'm talking about Marriage Story by Noah Baumbach. The, all of that feel that you get of those words, the ums, the uh, that was all in the script. Noah is a very, he's very strict about you saying exactly what is on page. And if those actors said what was on the page, I just thought, wow, what a great way to, work, to write a conversation. Mm-hmm. There was only one knock that I had, and it was what one of the, the husband, what Adam Driver said to his wife in the heat of the moment. And I thought, ooh, do people say that still? See, that's the thing. That scene to me didn't work. Well, it was the least, but everything else, the lawyer. Everything stuff, else yeah. is beautiful. I agree with you. I agree yeah. that scene was challenging. I will concede marriage story. Let's, oh, let's you're, trying, you're trying to build up your bank? <laughs> So that is a concession from the critic. Okay, all right. Thank you. <laughs> Next. What about the Irishman? Okay, I was going to say that one. We're good. Okay. <laughs> who, is <it? laughs> who is it? Who who wrote it? Oh, I need to look that up. I think all it's right. Zalian, right? Steve Zalian. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I guess I'm next. Now, here's where it's going to be tricky. 
I'm not gonna say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm not either. Ooh. Well, let's table that and you keep going and I have something to say. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say something that I didn't really care for. Mm. Watching it. Parasite. Ah. I didn't care for to watch it, but reading that script. Mm-hmm. Are we take? Are go? What's your next? You know, I was thinking Parasite. It's just here's the problem, listeners. It's hard to divorce the movie. Yes, yes. From the work sometimes, especially in writing. But I write, so you do. Yes, and and I can understand that. I can I, I can actually read the script in my head and go, wow, you wrote that. Okay, got it. Because Parasite on the page is probably beautiful. Yes, exactly. But my heart goes to the farewell. Now this is controversial, writing wise. Yeah. But yeah. the reason is, all of those little things are on the page. All of those specific little notes are on the page. The whole gambit of the movie is on the page. So it's not like the actors came in and added something to it. They did their jobs. Lulu Wang wrote the thing. So that's, in my head, that's the tension. It's, is it the farewell? Which to me is a better movie going experience to me. Yes. Or is it Parasite? And how, how do those go? But I think you earned the tie break. Okay, good. But that's not one of my concessions. Oh, oh then wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so is Parasite we're putting in here? Yes. It's mm-hmm. par- now, here's the thing. I'm willing, though, you can swap out little women for farewell all day, bro. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> we, I mean, we could. No, no, we're going to do this. That, I think what we have is actually a representative of who we are. Mm-hmm. So this is um, Bong Joon-ho wrote the story. He wrote everything except for um, Jin Won Han also wrote it. So mm-hmm. is it the two of them or? Yeah, let's put both of them in there. All right. Now, moving on to best director. We're only giving five. Even though we're giving eight films, mm. we're only doing five directors. This so it is, it'll be your turn. It's your turn to go first. Well. I know we're going to agree on this. Go ahead and say it. No, I'm not going to what we're going to oh! do. <laughs> but first, let me say this, because I, I said I would say something about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And then we need to take a break. Okay, okay, cool. To me, Ref, <laughs> this is one of my least favorite Tarantino movies. It is the only Tarantino film that I like less is Jackie Brown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just didn't think it worked. There's a lot of work in it. I can appreciate that. I can appreciate what Quentin did always as a writer, as a director, the world building, all of that. It ju- I just think it's overrated. Wait, so are we talking about best film here? or I'm just talking about period, because I'm not going to include Once Upon a Time in any of this. Ooh. 
I did consider it. I considered it, like you're saying, for screenplay. I considered Quentin for best director because my critical brain can go through and go, okay, I understand what you did there. I understand why people would nominate you. It just didn't click. And we talked about how even that Western part of the movie, was that was something. Part. Yeah. You know? And I, I, it just didn't all connect. I understand what he was trying to do. I even appreciate what he tried to do there. It just didn't click. But now well, we're talking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we also have to acknowledge the fact that the people at Cannes, he didn't get the kind of response that he wanted to get. You know what I mean? Like, if you're such a genius, when you kind of go, eh, mm -hmm. with it, it's like such a letdown in a way. Yeah. Let's actually take a break before we do Best Director. So we will be back to finish this conversation. And we're back with this crazy notion of us coming up with our best of 2019 list. This is crazy. And let me tell the listeners, we did not plan this. <laughs> no, I mean, meaning we planned what was going to happen, but we didn't, we weren't planning what we were going to say. No, we have no idea. No idea. So this is definitely, you're behind the iron, not iron curtain, but you're behind a curtain. <laughs> Let's start with best director. I think I go first, right? Okay, sure. And I'm gonna leap. No, no, no. You you were gonna go first. Oh, I go first. Yeah. Okay, I'm going controversial here. Oh, here we go. I'm gonna come back and plead my case again. All right. The farewell, Lulu Wang. You okay? We all know what uh, he's gonna be nominating for best. Sure. But don't let that misguide you. I will tell you that doesn't necessarily mean it's my favorite movie of the year. No, I'm no, not no. saying I mean, you're, you're yeah. voting for it for best picture. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I am gonna pause you on that. Okay. I'm gonna do something that we're both gonna agree with, hands down. Martin Scorsese, Irishman. Yes. Yeah. Marty, good old Martin. Now, in my opinion, I know we have, you know. We have Casino and we have Goodfellas. To me, this is a culmination of his work, mm. meaning it had a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I can watch that movie over and over and over and over again, and I didn't think I could. That's the interesting thing about The Irishman. I never thought I could. Oh, remind the listeners how you watched it, at what time, like <laughs> why it worked. Well, I saw it at, at the, really the premiere before the premiere at the New York Film Festival um, at the Press and Industry screening. I woke up at seven in the morning, ref, and you know what that means for me. Yeah, you, you, you do not wake up at that time. This is a three and a half hour movie. It started at nine. We sitting there and I was shocked that I didn't fall asleep. Oh, I was ready. And, yeah. and not only I didn't fall asleep, I was wide awake. And this yeah. is not a, a, like an old Martin Scorsese movie, which is all the flash like Casino and Goodfellas. Right. Th so I, just from that experience, I was like, wow, this is a mature work. This, this is my way of saying exactly what you said, Ref. It's mature Martin Scorsese. Yeah. So then I watched it again with my brother, wide awake. Yeah. yeah. Now it wasn't at nine in the morning. But I, I, and I could watch it again. Yeah, yeah. So this movie, actually, I already liked it a lot. It's grown on me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there it is. Um, you're next. Yes. Um, how about Fernando Moraes for The Two Popes? I, uh, 
Yeah, I like to twist the ref's brain. You do, because I wasn't (laughs) expecting that at all. Um, Let's table that. Okay, all right. Let's table that, because definitely that's one of the films I will be voting for. Mm. But I, I, I'm trying to get some work done. You trying to, you trying to derail us? I'm trying to get some work done. Obviously, for me, just the logistics of everything. Even though the movie sort of. You know, it kind of did a turn in the middle of the movie and then it had to catch up with itself. I still think that Sam Mendes for 1917 deserves something, Mm. an acknowledgement or something only because we're talking about a 25 minute take. One shot, 25 minutes. The man was directing theater up there, but I understand if you want to table it. It's a table. Ooh, we're not forgiving, are you? No, I know you're but not gonna forgive for that. I think Sam Mendes, like you said, deserves a mention. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come back at it. Come back at it. What about Marielle Heller for a beautiful day in the nation? Yes, yes. Hmm. See, that was my curveball that I didn't think you would go along with. Well, look, if you haven't seen a beautiful day, you've got to watch it and think about how she and everyone involved with the work here captured Mr. Rogers without making it a biopic. And and the way that they set up the whole world of it, if you haven't seen it, like sometimes you literally see the Mr. Rogers figurines. Yeah, yeah, you do. Like the, the, and just the way it looks, like as a as a visual statement along with the story, it couldn't be a better pair. And that comes down to the director. Yeah, uh, the use of sound, her taste with it. Um, I agree with that. So thank you for that. Um, I think that this is going to be a... Are you ready? I'm ready. I have to go with something that you're going to not agree with. But this is a first-time director... He came out of nowhere. Plan B saw, we, we, we saw him from nothing. Mm-hmm. We saw him from nothing. Mm-hmm. And he, the next couple years, we saw him build year by year. You already know what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe I'm saying it, but I really did enjoy um, Joe Talbot for The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I know you're not going to agree with that. Mm-hmm. It was too long. I agree. But what he did do, I found to be wonderful. Now, the movie, that's setting it aside. But what this first-time director did, like you talked about it being a commercial, like the movement in the in the beginning, the play mm-hmm. within a play, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. even just visiting. I just, I, I, I know you're not going to agree, but we can table it. I just really, I want to see more from this guy. I'm intrigued by him. I think that he's worth my wild card. Yeah, I'm definitely intrigued in um, his future work. Absolutely. I mean, just, we had glimpses of brilliance in The Last Black Man in San Francisco. However, I would put him in the best first feature director. (laughs) You should see all the blinking. All right, you're next. Greta Gerwig for Little Women. Yes, I'll agree with that. Oh, interesting. Okay. 
And I, I will agree with that because I'm conceding. <laughs> no, she did do an amazing job. I, I, I just have to, it's, it's hard because it's not that I didn't, I, Little Women was beautiful. It was a wonderful experience. I just have, have had, like you were saying with Just Mercy, there's others out there that I've had that kind of experience with. I just didn't have it this year, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I have other experiences that I would go back to. Am I going to pop in for me, for me? Am I going to pop in Little Women again and again, or maybe even two more times? No. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was very impressed. She has a taste, and I like that. Yeah. She's got a very fine taste, and I, I do want to see more from her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to, unless you have more to offer, let's go back to what we talked about. How about Todd Phillips for Joker? <laughs> no. <laughs> that was a gag from me to the rest. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, for me, no, no, no. For me, I would go with the direction of. Um, uh, I am so sorry, I forgot her name. Uh, the farewell. Uh, Lulu Wong. Yes, I would go with Lulu Wong. The experience of uh, seeing that point of view, mm-hmm. because to me, Todd Phillips, like you said, he was kind of a wild card to be the director of the Joker. Yeah. We didn't, or Joker rather, we didn't quite know, you know, his aesthetic in that world but to me the world was so Scorsese (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was so Scorsese that it was hard for me I don't know who Todd Phillips is as a director after Mm -hmm. I watched The Joker Mm -hmm. I know someone who was influenced by Scorsese and maybe a little Tarantino maybe a little a little yeah but I don't I still don't know like Greta Gerwig yes I've seen Pride and Prejudice, but I know what her taste is after mm-hmm. watching that. That's just me, though. So we agree on the farewell. Yeah. And that's going to be Lulu Wang. Mm-hmm. And then we tabled another one of yours that uh, if you have, Fernando for the two popes. Yes, if you have another. And yeah, no, I think we're down to it. Uh, it really, for me, it's between Fernando and Sam Mendes. As well as me, as well. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. vote Sam Mendes, but, you know. Well, I'll give that to you. <laughs> Thank you, critic. You know, I am a fan of Sam's. I know, and, no, and you should yeah. make that known. I know you know. Yeah, know. and I'm a fan of what he did in 1917. It's just I'm not a fan of the editing. And that is a part of the director's job. So... It's not that I don't say he should be nominated. I expect him to be nominated. But we're doing the Why Watch That thing. But yeah, this is perfectly fine by me. So that's Best Director. What is that well, again? Let's, okay, so the list is Martin Scorsese, The Irishman, Marianne, Marielle Heller, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Greta Gerwig. I love the women. Rep- and we didn't even make try to make this happen. No, we don't do that. No, we, do, we actually don't because... No. I mean, if we did, then Jordan Peele would be on our list. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not that he doesn't deserve to be on the list or does deserve, but, mm-hmm. you know, we if we're going to go with our own persuasion, then, you know. But right. um, Greta Gerwig, Little Women, Lulu Wang, Farewell, and uh, Sam Mendes. I think that's a good-looking list. It is. Mm-hmm. Mm. Moving on to, now we're going to the big ones. Are you ready? I hope so. Because that took a while. 
Yeah. Let's go with actress. Mm. But we're in a groove, ref. Let's see what happens. Best actress. Mm. It is my turn to go first. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start off with a controversial one. Mm. No. And, yes, I am. <laughs> I'm going to, because you, you know, because I like to get the list nailed down. Yes. But I'm going to start with the controversial. Um, you know what? We didn't even say for supporting. We did not mention Kathy Bates. Yeah, look, Kathy Bates from Richard Jewell, Nina Arianda from Richard Jewell. Yes. Nina Arianda is just a wonderful actress. If you haven't seen um, Goliath on Amazon Prime with Billy Bob Thornton, she's a major uh, character in that. And she has a Tony Award. This is a Uh real actor. Yeah. And she proved it. She proved it. I bet that people watching that don't know she's not Russian. Yes, I agree with that. I mm-hmm. agree with that because I did not know that. See, Kathy Bates, what a joy of should acting. We, should we swap out Susan for Kathy? Why are you doing this? I don't know, but let's go back to the actresses. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Um, I'm going to start with Alfred Woodard mm-hmm. for Clemency. Mm-hmm. Now... Mm. I know what you're going to say. You're going to say table. That's mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> That's fine. But that woman had to... Those eyes. Yeah. The restraint of watching mm-hmm. someone die. Mm-hmm. You could see it all over. She's having a breakdown right before our eyes mm. and can't move. Mm. Not a lot of people can do that. You know I love Alfrey. No, you do. Yeah. This. Um, we do have to table it, but I will say this now that you're talking about her. We need to get her and Regina King together. Oh, to play mother and daughter? Oh, my God. Police. So let's table that. I want to go to something. I want to hear what you have to say about it. Renee Zellweger for Judy. Of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. Now, but you know you know what you know. <laughs> now, Renee Zellweger is the favorite, meaning mm. many people are pegging this on her, that she will take it home. Because she had to do a lot. She mm. carried that show. I mean, take Renee Zellweger out, and it may have been a good, you know, made for TV. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like Lifetime. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, a good one. Yes, a good Lifetime. Um, I will <laughs> say that now, there are some things that I will talk about during the Oscar when we reveal. Mm-hmm. Some unforgivable things. Oh, good. <laughs> I, I, I have a hard time with that. But, um, since we tabled Alfrey, I do think we need to talk about, um, you, you didn't get to see it, Charlize Theron mm-hmm. in Bombshell playing Megan Kelly was just beautiful work. And it was, she didn't do anything over the top. She just was, she grounded the movie. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, you may have to take my word for it if we can't conclude, come up with the list. So we can um, table it, it. You know, if you think that Charlize should go in here, I will I will um, go along with it because you know I love Charlize. And you know she doesn't do, she always is there. Exactly. So that's perfectly fine by me. Um, now, just so the listeners know, yes, I haven't seen Bombshell yet. I have not seen Knives Out yet. I have not seen Uncut Gems yet. Yes, I yes. have not seen Jojo Rabbit yet. Yes. Uh, we haven't seen Hustlers for uh, for Jennifer. No. Mm-mm. So just so everybody knows, so those are the big ones. 
Right. Um, now, I haven't after seen. this is taped, we may have seen those things. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, this is going to be what it is. Yes. So now it's up to me. Here we go. Let's let's really get into your your brain here. Okay. Cynthia Revo for Harriet. I'm surprised you're saying that. I know. I'm really surprised because you had some very specific things to say about the movie. Mm-hmm. But she weathered that storm. She, she and, did. Yes, she did. And as an actor, I know what that took. There's yes. a level of focus you have to have when some other stuff is going on around you that's not so great. I'm not mad at that. I will go ahead and I won't even table it. Oh, wow. Okay. No, you tabled my Alfred. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and give you Harriet. Mm. Now, if we're going to do Harriet, then I think that we have to sort of figure this out. Mm -hmm. And I personally need to figure out what I'm going to do with Scarlett Johansson. Mm. Because I know you had a certain feeling about her, but the thing about it is I have to go back to the fact that everything she said was written on that paper. Mm-hmm. And she was so... It was so tragic the mm-hmm. way that story ended. Yeah. She really was a good one. Like, you, I, I started... It's hard to get past Scarlett Johansson mm-hmm. because she's such a star. And, yeah. you know, she's in the... And this year. is Marriage Story, by the way. For marriage the Story, yes, because she's been doing a lot of things. Um, she's had a great year today, or this yeah. year. Yeah, I had to get past all of that. And, mm. and it's weird. I, for, I forgot she was Scarlet for a moment. Mm. Mm. I did. Mm-hmm. I forgot it was her. I just, I was engulfed by this woman who was overshadowed by her husband, which is very hard to do. So yeah. I'm that out there. We've got two slots left. That's it. Right. Um, just for me, I see, I saw Scarlett. It reminded me of her work in Woody Allen movies. I just didn't buy it. Ooh, interesting. I did not buy her. I bought the work. Like I go, okay, you did your job, but I, mm, the movie, it, I really enjoyed the movie and I didn't dislike Scarlet I, mm, because there's Jesse Buckley and Wild Rose, which you didn't see yet. I didn't see that. But if you're giving me Charlize, then I will give you Jesse Buckley. Well, there we go. See, this is how the horse trading goes down. My yes, this is, uh, <laughs> this is uh, in the room where it happens. Now, here's a question for you because we still have Alfrey out there. Yes. I do want to bring up something just to get your perspective. Sure. Because everybody has dismissed this movie completely for some reason. We enjoyed it at Sundance. This is Kira Knightley in Official Secrets. Oh, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I know why you're saying this. Mm-hmm. But I have seen Kira do better work. Mm-hmm. Um, this, to me... It was more about the movie as a whole than her performance specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot exactly jump on that. It's like a Scarlet. It's it, they, they, maybe we feel the same way mm-hmm. about. Um, I didn't. I wasn't swept away by Kira um, Knightley in the uh, the. Uh, ooh, what is it? Official secret. Official secret. I want to say the report. <laughs> I was like, that's, she was not in that. 
Um, yeah, I'm wondering why they are sweeping that away. But mm-hmm. so, what do you think, kiddo? I'm good with Alfrey. Um, the only other one that is in my head is Aquafina for the farewell. See, I, you know what? She did a great job, but I was not like that. To me, wasn't her movie yeah. for me. It mm-hmm. wasn't her. The, the the cast was bananas. Yeah. To me, that is the SAG award right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to me, uh, oh, mm-hmm. and, and and that's hard decision of all the stuff I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. I would have to concede that the SAG Award should vote that that they should get the SAG Award for best cast, hands yeah. down. And yeah. you know how I feel about a beautiful day in the neighborhood. You know how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you. Yeah. And some of this stuff, listeners, doesn't mean I thought it should go in here. I just wanted to hear. That I know. Right. I know. I know. Okay. How free it is. So yeah, this is perfect. Love it. Okay. Let us move on. Look at Cynthia that. sneaking in there. I know, and I'm glad you said that because she, um, yeah, I'm glad you said that. Hmm. I am. Let's go with best actor, Europe. Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Why are you about to get me all riled up? <laughs> First one out the gate. There we go. Dang, critic. Okay, now I know most of the listeners are going, what is wrong with you? referee like are you serious is this really do you have to do you have to consider that yeah i do i do have to consider it now what i will say is there was commitment oh oh, yeah you're not gonna find (laughs) finer commitment yes this whole probably the last i mean we can lump him up at the top five perform committed performances <laughs> thousands yeah daniel day lewis gotta chill up his spine yeah daniel day lewis may come out of retirement and be like oh you coming for me <laughs> you coming for me joaquin <sighs> look all i gotta say is and i'm not giving it away if you haven't seen it when Don't. he drops the gun i will never forget that moment ever in life I I have moments just randomly thinking about that and I start laughing. I, it, like Joaquin, I will give you anybody else you want if we put Joaquin in this category. All right, done. <laughs> done. Okay. Oh wait, I'm putting Jonathan Price. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jonathan Price, that's easy. We yes, of course, yes. Um. Jonathan Price. For for two popes. For the two popes. He had to know. Do you know how many languages that man spoke authentically? And with conviction. Sorry. Yes. Look. And the thing is, and this is what I always come back to. As an actor, you must have urgency, but you don't display it to the audience. Right. right, Feel it. This man... First of all, he's a, he's a scene partner with Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> and Anthony Hopkins is a supporting character. And a lot of people don't know Jonathan Price. Exactly. But Y'all got to you wake know up. That, yeah, you think they're like, what is, what is this guy? Wasn't he in that thing with Glenn Close last year? Wasn't he? Right, yes. He the wife, that? yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so definitely Jonathan Price. This is going to be hard because I'm already, I'm already seeing I'm already seeing where you're going. Because if you're going to throw that monkey wrench at me, okay, okay. Um, Robert De Niro for The Irishman. Now, see, we both agree. 
Mm. Everybody else is sort of sleeping on this. Can I say something? Please. Because I know you agree. One of the hardest things you can do, and there's another person who will come up in this category who does the same thing. One of the hardest things to do in acting is nothing. One of the hardest things to do in acting is to be the lead character who is really an observer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. The, the lead character who doesn't really have a catharsis all the way. And this is where, and, and we've reviewed Just Mercy, where you look at what Michael B. did in that movie and you go, that's a tough ask, but how could it be done? Look at Robert De Niro in The Irishman. Oh my Saying God. Saying nothing, but there's urgency. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Look at him and Anna Paquin looking at each other. Yes. Or him on the phone, him on the phone saying, uh, 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 like, you could yes. hear every start of a sentence. When Al Pacino is Jimmy Hoffa, lets the people have it, he walks out of the room. <laughs> See, he can, then he yes. can show it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, All we, right, y'all. They're sleeping on that. I don't know. They're, they're used to Robert De Niro kicking people and mm -hmm. saying well oh. he does that too but you know. well, yeah he does too <laughs> but anyway my turn yeah here's my monkey wrench mm -hmm. now i know who the winner was last year yes and i know the academy doesn't tend to do it two years in a row mm -hmm. but when you look at it page for page you, if you nominate Renee Zellweger, mm -hmm. you've got to nominate Taryn Edgerton, even though there's so many other people on this list I want to do. Mm -hmm. But when I look at Taryn's performance as not only a singer, I mean, he sang. He sang. But he sang some of that live. I want love. And on top of that, they threw every... I mean, the writing was challenging <laughs> but they threw every single beat at that poor guy i mean they had him crying they had him snorting they had him doing all kind of, it's like every actor's every musical theater person's dream and i honestly have other people i want to put on this list but i have to include him you can say table him if you want mm -hmm. but you don't have a lot of leg because you got <laughs> <sighs> well you know what yes he was actually on my list are you serious? I am serious. Okay, so listeners, that was a huge surprise. There I you go. You didn't know that. See, you no, didn't <laughs> I did. Was he for real? Or are you just saying? Yes, that? yes. I won't tell you where, but he was in my top five. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now you've got you've piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. Because of what you said. Look, listeners, the ref and I are performers. We're trained. So when we watch this stuff, we know what it took. He didn't let one moment off. No, he, one. he couldn't. No. So I can, it's easier for me as an actor to divorce script and directing and everything else from the acting. Because that's what I'm, I'm trained to do. Um, so I know what it took for him to do. And I didn't see one moment when I went, oh, that's not Elton. So yeah, definitely, I, I agree with you. And now, let me really test you here. Okay, because I got like 50 other people on here. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to help you here and we'll see what your heart says. Okay. Matthew Reese for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Yeah. You know, you know how I feel about that. I do. You know how he's on my list. I know he is. We got this 
silly uh, person, Joker. Uh, but <laughs> no, he did a fine. I mean, come on, it'd be ridiculous not to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, normally, I would give you a hearty, uh, heck yeah. yeah. Because here's the thing. Matthew Reese is getting no love. No love. But Beautiful Day is his movie, and everyone's like, well, the movie was okay. Well, it's kind of like what you just said. The movie was okay. Yes. That's what people are... No, I. The, a lot of people are saying it really was I had one person say, I was bored. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a person who's very well versed in things of this nature. I was like, okay, you're entitled to your opinion. For me, the, for me, Joker wasn't the greatest 2019 movie. It wasn't even my top five. But no. that's me. It's polarizing. Mm-hmm. And this rendition of A Beautiful Day isn't polarizing because it's controversial. It's polarizing because you didn't get what you thought you were going to, in there to get. And gotcha. that was a biopic. Instead, you got a man who is dealing with severe anger issues. Mm-hmm. And Matthew Reese's specialty is listening. It is what he is not saying. This is what I was saying about Robert De Niro. This is who I was alluding to. Ah. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. What do we do with Adam Driver? For both the report and marriage story. What do we yeah. do? What do we do with um a very fine performance from Leonardo DiCaprio? And once upon a time, I mean that work that that scene alone deserves. You know what scene I'm talking about? Where he mm-hmm. does he still got what he has and <laughs> nailed that scene? Yeah. Or that and even him breaking down in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And then here's something that we have not nobody's talked about. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how to say this man's last name because I tried it once and I failed. But the Mustang. Oh, yes. Matthias uh, Schoenarts. Matthias Schoenarts. That's his ba- he don't even know how to say his name. You should look. And I'm serious. <laughs> I've looked it up and people have asked him how to say it. He doesn't even know. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. That was very fine work. It was. Especially with his daughter. Those scenes with his... Wait, did I give it away? Oh. No. Okay, no. If you stop there, that's good. All right. With And with the horse... Another actor who doesn't have a lot to say, but you, it's like the energy's radiating off of him. So I'm going to do this. What about Paul Walter Hauser for Richard Jewell? What do you think about that one? Oh my gosh. Okay, yes. Ooh, mm-hmm. he might need to be that. Ooh. <sighs> the only reason why is the first two-thirds of the movie, I was like, oh my gosh, okay. All right, we get it. Yeah. That the last two, no, three scenes he was in mm-hmm. dining when he was at the dining room, mm-hmm. finds out something. Yes, I was like, "Ooh, you can act, like act, act, act." And then I understood what all he did before it, before Richard Jewell. Now I understood. He said, "Yeah, I get angry. Yeah, I know you're treating me like this. Yeah, I know such and such." Those last three scenes that he had. Yes. Well, he's a law enforcement guy. See, that's the thing. He was serious. Yes. He he took that more seriously than his own life, seemingly. I will let you make this call. Though. You know what? You just threw my monkey wrench because I forgot about him. And not because he wasn't in. It's just because I saw the movie so late. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love 
be Matthew Reese, but I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to uh Paul Walter Hauser. Yeah. Wow, okay. You didn't see that coming, did you? I did not. Yeah. We love you, Matthew Reese. We do. And 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 Leonardo. Leonardo. It's just Leonardo, I keep coming back to the revenant and you know. Oh. Well, we have to we have to take a break. This is going to be our culminating event. So stay tuned. Check back in with us. We've got what's left. What do we have to do? Best picture. (gasps) Okay. Listeners, we are back at it. Yes, we have one more category. Now remember, we're going over 2019. Why watch that picks? But we're doing it a little differently. We're not just going to tell you what we're picking. We're going to show you what we're picking. <laughs> so yes. these are like nominees. These are these are our nominees. And just mm-hmm. to refresh everybody, when you go to our social media handle at um, Why Watch That on Instagram, and I'm sure there's going to be on Facebook as well and wherever else we are on, you will have a chance after listening to our top picks to vote what you think we're, who you think we're going to choose. Not the mm. Academy. Us. You and me? Yeah, we got to choose. I'm sorry. Mm. And so to see that hash out. It's so difficult. Before we move it forward, I do have to ask you, do we need to do any corrections from the I, categories we've done? I think we do. Um, if you if you heard our um, our uh, podcast, our, our um, uh, segment mm-hmm. of supporting actresses, we said Laura Dern for Marriage Story. We said Renee Elise Goldberry for um, for Waves. Uh, Waves. I keep saying loose in my head. Divine Joy Randolph for Dolomite Is My Name. Annette Benning for The Report. And Susan Lecce Watson for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I am gonna renege on Susan. Love her. She's amazing. But we discussed it, and we think someone else should go there for right now. So you're switching it to Kathy Bates for oh, Richard Jewell. Oh, you're putting it on me. I am. Into <laughs> this, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm cool with it either way. I, I, your heart is speaking to me, and I hear it loud and clear. So I have to go with Kathy Bates. Yeah. And, and the only reason why I'm doing that is because I just saw Richard Jewell, mm-hmm. and I hadn't seen it before. The press conference. Yes. The press conference. It does come Even the when they come into her apartment. Yes, and take her Tupperware. And take the Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> the, and, and also, when she's looking at Richard, her son. Yes. And then while they're doing it and going, why don't you shut up? But you're my son, I love you. Like, all yes. of that is there. Yeah. Yeah. The lawyer's here. Why don't you listen to him? What are you people doing? What are you doing over there? Can I, you can even, she doesn't say it, but yeah. you know, she's thinking this apartment is no longer my home. You've stolen right. home from yeah. me. Yeah. And now you're trying to steal my son. Exactly. I, I, I'm, I'm okay with doing that. Susan. I got you, girl. I do. We love I got Susan. You. Cause you know, when it comes to TV, uh, Girl, you have been, you you need your own award for This Is Us. Let's move on to the best films. Now, you would think, oh, we're going to do 10. But I, of course, like to make things difficult. <laughs> and we're only going to do eight. Ooh. Hmm. 
So I believe it is your turn to start. <laughs> Don't even, because if you if you're gonna say that one, you said you would give me anything. <laughs> if you're gonna say it, you said you'd give me. I am not gonna go all the way left, as they say on the streets. <laughs> Instead, I'm gonna say marriage story. I will allow it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> marriage story was it was something that I saw at um, TIFF. Mm-hmm. And I saw it in a theater, so I didn't see it at home. And you saw it in a theater. You saw it in screening, actually. Right. Mm-hmm. So neither of us have... Ex- I haven't watched it again since, so I'm not sure how it's going to work at home. I'm sure it's going to work better. But there's some shaving that could have happened. We could have shaved... Yeah. Some of these movies that we're going to talk about, we could have shaved, you know... Mm-hmm. For me, some people are like, oh, maybe 10 minutes. I'm saying strong 20 minutes mm-hmm. and make it tight. Oh, yes. Um, but... I will, I'll give it to you. Yeah, but the thing is, the comedy is beautiful in this movie. Yes. And the beginning and end. Yes, yeah, yeah. That sells it. I mean. Wow. It, it, it's just, and and again, we have to remind our listeners, this is Noah Baumbach. He's very protective of his work. Mm-hmm. Not only did he direct it, he also wrote it. Yeah. And he didn't just, they, how it happened was they cast he got. He knew the cast. Laura Dern is actually a good friend of his. And if you don't know anything about Noah, and I and I'm moving on. I'm not trying to make this a thing. Yeah. But he was married to Jennifer Jason Lee, mm-hmm. um, and she's a you know huge star who basically did have a hit in the earlier in her career, and sort of she disappeared. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, you know, she kind of disappeared in her marriage. Mm. So a lot of this is based on her and Noah's experience, although it's not specifically based because they, um, Scarlett Johansson was, they were been talking for quite a long time. And while Scarlett was talking in this, she um, divorced from her partner. Right. Yeah. So like you're saying her experience, I mean, she was going through it while filming this movie. Yes. Um, yeah. Definitely, I think it's a top eight movie. Um, you know, I did see this at the New York Film Festival, so we both heard talks. Yes. Um, so yeah, like you're saying, like if you ever, if you, just if you want listeners, just look up Noah Baumbach like on uh, YouTube or something. All you need is about a minute, <laughs> and you'll understand what the ref is saying about how he, how seriously he takes his work, how thoughtful he is about it. And we have to mention, because I feel like you're going to mention this anyway, mm. we have to mention Greta Gerwig is his current partner. Yes. So if that says anything, I think it'll inform, you know, these are two artists who are together. Oh, yes. I'm and they go, help each other. They do. And yeah. he, he helped her on this and she helped him on that. There you go. Um, which was very interesting to find out. I'm going to go with... Mm something we'll definitely agree with because I, I feel like we need to just solidify some things because we're going to probably hash it out with other things. Mm-hmm. The Irishman. Yeah, it, I mean, It's yeah. a hands down for me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's for you, it's it's no question that it's going to be on yeah. this list. Yeah, and again, it. I didn't think it was possible for that movie to grow on me. <laughs> 
Yeah, but the first time I watched it, I was like, this is good. I'm really enjoying this. Re- wow, okay, great. But I was also thinking, okay, yeah, Casino, Goodfellas. You keep watching it, it starts to separate itself. Yes, yeah, it's, I don't know how it does it. Okay, um, let's just go to Little Women and see what you think, Little Women. Oh, see, I, I am eight. not, I know, it's not my top eight, and it's my top 10. Mm-hmm. It's not my top eight. So I'm gonna table it only, the only reason why I'm tabling it is because you said you'd give me anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to take you up on that. Um, but rest assured, because it's why watch that, I am going to take into consideration that we are, we're a team. Mm-hmm. So I w- don't, don't, don't fret, but I'm going to throw out there again. I'm, I need to get the one solidified. You're trying to throw the monkey wrench, which is great, <laughs> but we need to solidify some things and we need to obviously say the farewell is going on here. You know it. Mm-hmm. We both really enjoyed that movie. It's an experience and it's lasting. I don't know how it works mm-hmm. because I've never been to China. I don't, <laughs> I've never practiced any kind of Chinese culture. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a part of my world at all, but it worked. It's almost oh, yeah. like shoplifters. Mm-hmm. Never been to that part of the world, but I knew those people. Of course I didn't, but I did. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed spending time with them. Yes. The two popes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Look at us. See, we're moving along. I mean, do we need to talk about it? No. We've talked about it. Uh, it will be on Netflix uh, all, right now by the time you hear this. Yes. Yes. There you go. Now, here is where we're going to start to veer a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I'm okay with that because I'm going to say A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. It was just... Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh! That's in my top eight. What? Mm-hmm. Don't try to get in my head now. <laughs> See, I, I really liked A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. See, I couldn't tell you where it is, listeners, in my ranking. But you probably can't guess where I put it in my top eight. Mm. Um, I just thought it worked. And, uh, you know, if some people are having a problem that it's not a Mr. Rogers biopic, here's the thing about it. It says more about Mr. Rogers by not making it a Mr. I Rogers biopic. Agreed. I so agree with that. You will, if you haven't seen it, seen it yet, watch it and think about how every moment has something to do with Mr. Rogers in ways you don't expect. It informs who he is as a man without showing it. So difficult to do. It's a top eight film. Oh my gosh, Critic, I'm gonna cry. Oh. You're next. Oh yeah, you did say that one. 1917. What? (laughs) Really? Really, it's in my top eight. Okay, me too. Well, there we go. Oh, this is, okay, so now we have to slow down. We have to slow down. Mm Mm-hmm. Because now we only have two left. (laughs) Now remember, Um, again, I didn't see... Jojo Rabbit, Bombshell, Knives Out, Uncut Gems. Oh! Okay. The thing is, I went to see Knives Out again. In mm-hmm. the- oh, did you? Of course you I did. did. I went to see it again. <laughs> and there is a definite lull in the middle. Mm-hmm. 
but the overall care and, and Ryan Johnson um, actually uh, wait Ryan Johnson yeah yes Ryan Johnson Ryan actually was in my top 10 directors mm-hmm. and in fact I didn't throw him in there because I really liked who we have I like it. I like the strong opinions. Mm-hmm. But Ryan Johnson from scratch mm. wrote it, directed it, and there was such a beautiful pace to it, with the exception of the middle. But it was so much fun. Everybody had fun. It was beautiful. It was beautifully shot. It was, it, the performances were great. There was one fault, not one person made one false move. I just, I don't know how to, I can't sell it to you because you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. And it is definitely my top eight. You said Little Women is your top eight. Mm-hmm. So my question is, and then Jojo Rabbit, definitely one of my top t- 11, we'll say that. <laughs> it, it is definitely up there for me. Um, I. Oh, you get to choose. Well, here's the thing. We have three movies. Oh, yeah. wait, wait, you have another one? Do you have another one? Um, not for this discussion, because you get you get one of the remaining two, and then we okay. can agree. Well, no, if I mm-hmm. didn't, if I didn't. Well, you're not, you're never going for this one, so let's I know move on. that's what, that's what I was gonna bring up. Well, so you know what? In, in my top eight, um, I do have Joker. Exactly, that's what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. So we have Joker, which is so strange. Can I just say I didn't expect Joker to make my top eight? Well, here's the thing. I know that when I gave that review after TIFF, mm-hmm. you were very like, oh, well, this is terrible. You know, how dare they do that? Mm-hmm. And then you had an experience. But that's, I guess that's the point. It's 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 like a Scorsese or a Tarantino. Mm-hmm. There's such a strong opinion. My thing is, I don't know whose opinion it was. You know what I mean? I I don't. I don't know whose opinion it was. I just know that what I saw was what I saw. And for me, it was one note. Mm -hmm. It was not boring by any means. I was not bored. No. I was not drifting. I wasn't looking at my watch. I wasn't... You have to give it to Todd. I wasn't... um, I didn't say, why is this here? This Mm -hmm. doesn't sense Mm. what you know i'm not questioning it it just was a lot for me of one note yeah and if i had dimension to it i would a hundred it's almost like parasite see you you notice listeners parasites not even in this conversation right and i just talked to another person saying it was the i can't tell you how many people have said this parasite was the best movie that they've seen this year and possibly the best movie of the decade No, I mean over and over. Yeah. Critic, I'm serious. These are people in the industry. Uh, yeah, put the Kool-Aid know. down. Put the Kool-Aid down. You tell me that that's a consistent thought. I want somebody to convince me, please. Now, you can say that's the brilliance of it. Right, that's what they're saying. You can say that, but then the question is, how in the world is that the best film of the decade? Stop it. I, I, I'm not, you can look at, you can look on Parasite's in my top 15. Parasite is in my top experiences. Mm-hmm. For, for you time. love the first hour, ref. Oh, if, you know what? Same thing with 1917. Oh. If the first 
hour of parasite. But I would, I would, you know, I'll give it an hour and a half. Yeah, okay. Fine. First hour and a half of parasite. Mm-hmm. First two thirds mm. was the movie. I then I might be all up in that Kool Aid too. I was excited watching it. Because I was like, oh my goodness, the hype might be right. Now look, this is Parasite is a wonderful film. It is. It's it, it is. really is. So it's, if there's no hate, I think that if you're interested, you should certainly see it. It is an experience. You will not be bored. Here's another one. You will not be bored. No. You might be confused. But here's what I'll say to you. Mm-hmm. I would give Joker over Parasite. I would too. Well, I know you would. <laughs> but no, I'm when I when I said I was surprised it made my top eight. I was surprised after I saw it that it made my top eight. Mm. When, I, when I went through the movies, I was surprised where it landed. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Because of what you said to me in my review. If you listen to it, everybody, because uh, I reviewed something. Um, or I came back and talked about it in one of our segments. After you did you, it off the cuff. Yeah, yeah. and off the cuff. I said, I don't know how anybody could actually like Joker. Like the literal definition of like doesn't work for me for this movie, but I don't have to like movies for them to be wonderful or well done or whatever else you want to call it. I just thought that the thought was so clear and consistent. And really what I think that uh, Todd did as a director is understood that he had Joaquin Phoenix doing something. Get your world, get the crew, everybody doing their jobs, have your set design, the costumes, everybody is ready, set it and let him go. <laughs> let him do his dance and weird, you know, just, it freaked me out. <laughs> but, and it's not that he was dancing and freaked me out. I said it before. It's because it was good dancing. It was so, the context was, it, my, I felt my brain twitching. Even my, the running. <laughs> uh, uh, and then when you get to the ending moment, the moment with, uh, at the end, when yes. in his apartment, when somebody can't get out, like yes. that that stuff, it, I will never forget it. I still remember the screaming room. I remember the laughs, the gasps. I remember when Joaquin Phoenix was sitting in the comedy uh, uh, club and heard everybody laugh and then went, oh, I'm supposed to laugh. like. There's so many moments like that in the movie that I just I just have to say it, again it's it, it definitely made my top eight, um, but we have but we have to make a decision. That's yes, we, we do. do. So, so do my you question, want knives out in this. Well, here's my question mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to you we, right now. Just review: we have Marriage Story, mm-hmm. we have The Irishman, mm-hmm. we have The Farewell. Mm-hmm. We have Two Popes, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, 1917, mm-hmm. and now we're deciding between Among, rather, mm-hmm. the Among Joker, Knives Out, and Little Women. Yeah, and we got to choose two of those three. We have to choose two of those three. Now, again, Knives Out is a renegade, meaning... It is not going... Little Women will be nominated this year. Joker will be nominated this year. Mm -hmm. That is a hands down. Everything on our list, except for maybe A Beautiful Day, will 100% be nominated um, for Best Picture. Hands down. There's no question. Mm -hmm. Um, 
the question is, what do we want to do as why watch that? I am willing to acknowledge Joker. I That's a big, big give for me. <laughs> it is. It is. Because that experience for me was not the experience that you had. I, again, wasn't bored, wasn't like, and I don't need to like things in order to appreciate them. There are plenty of movies I do not like that I am thrilled like by, like just, whoa, what is that? Um, but I will give it to Joker, even though I think it's someone else's movie. Um, <laughs> Joker. It's Joaquin's movie. He directed it. <laughs> well, actually, you know, well, I mean, every, he was in every scene. Mm. Um, I'm just, I just, yeah, I, I, I'm not gung ho about it. But well, see, I, but ref, I have Little Women over Joker. Oh, okay. Well, um, yeah. I am willing to leave it as is. So what's as is? As is, is there's no Knives Out. Okay. I would like Knives Out to be there, but I get it. Hmm. I understand it. I would even, if we could have nine, I would do Knives Out. But we're not going to have nine because these are the hard decisions. You're the one who said eight. (laughs) I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But I just want to shout out to Ryan Johnson who did it was such a pleasure let's make nine <laughs> are you now saying it's nine yes you know what see this listeners you all heard it live I did. I recorded it live uh what happened so I now we have top nine <laughs> because of the ref's heart I just drag him around. He's like, okay, whatever. I'm fine with it. Okay. So let me make sure I have the list. We have The Irishman, The Farewell, The Two Popes, Little Women, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Marriage Story, 1917, Joker, and Knives Out. Yes. Well, there you have it, listeners. That concludes our nominations. Now, if you listen to all of this... This was kind of fun. It was so much. Well, we do this anyway, but it was fun to do it on air. Um, Well, obviously, we we talk a little more candidly, but um, (laughs) if you can imagine that. (laughs) But here's the thing. If you go to our website, if you go to our social media handles, why watch that? Just go anywhere and find why watch that. You'll be able to take a look at those lists and see what you think. And again, you could vote two ways. Now I said there may be a little something in it for you mm-hmm. if you do get us right. But I'm, we're also interested to hear what you have to say, what your thoughts are, because obviously there's so much to choose from. Thanks so much for uh, writing. Close, can I ask a question that might be sure. helpful? Yes. When we choose our winners, is it one winner for each category from why watch that? Do we have to agree on the winner? Well, here's the thing. This is what we usually do for the Oscars. Mm-hmm. We usually say what we want, what, mm-hmm. what critic wants to have happen and what the ref has happened. But unfortunately, we're going to have to agree. Oh, <laughs> that's what, so that will inform how the listeners, you can't yes. just listen to what we said and and know what's going to win. Yes. Mm. You, you, we have to agree. And we're going to have to talk that through. Um, 
at some point. So stay tuned. That's going to be hard. Now that is going to be hard. But the bottom line is this. We at Why Watch that um, appreciate you for listening. 2019 has been amazing. We've covered a lot of amazing ground. So just stay tuned with us and we'll continue on this ride. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea. And we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.